let's begin. Here we go. Trying to say that if I can change, я думаю, что каждый должен измениться. And you can change. Вы можете измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Well, yes, welcome one and all to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres program here on this sucky summer weather that we're having in New Jersey. Oh, God, I wish it was North Dakota temperature. Right now in North Dakota, it's like 37. Cold. It is October, and it is 72, 75. No, it's, this weather sucks. I hate this type of weather in October. Ugh, I want cold. I want cold. Ugh, my goodness, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just had my sound effect. Uh oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh let me see smooth jazz. There we go. Smooth jams. <laughs> no. No. No, because this is ridiculous. I really want cold weather to get here. I took out all my jackets and my sweaters and they're pretty much this is like 72 75 degrees. No. No, no, no. I'm tired of this. I really want cold weather to get here. I really want to wear my jackets. They're really cool. And I got them online, and they fall fit. And I want my sweaters. I want to try the juice. I can't I can't take this. Ugh. This sucks. This weather sucks. All right? There. Oops. Smooth jams. <laughs> Sorry, I had to drink my tea. Uh, so how's everybody out there doing? Good. Goody, goody gumdrops. Good. I'm glad everybody's doing all right. Well, uh, as you can see, yeah, I pretty much had a pretty cool, calm day. Went to the gym early this morning, and then went to my mechanics, and they had to order my part uh, for my car. And I'm saying, you know, hopefully tomorrow they can get it fixed. If not, I can come by next week to drop it off. Please, blah, 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 blah. So right now it is, uh, you know what else? I finally, well, again, I washed my car from head to toe. Again. Yes, I. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> no, I don't. But I finally uh, washed my car inside and out, thoroughly cleaned it to the T, vacuumed it, brought this new stuff to make your car smell good once you clean the vinyl and the leather. And now my car is clean for the next two weeks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was that type of thing. And here's another thing that was weird. There were bees uh, around my recycle today. And uh, poor things, I guess they were confused. Hey, guys, it's summer. Uh, no, you guys will pass away by tomorrow or by Sunday. You know, so it was... Uh, 
it was a weird damn day. That's all I got to say, man. That's all I got to say. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, and here's another thing. Somebody was asking me, is Atlantic City Comedy Club the only kind of comedy club you do? No, no. I'd be, I'll be honest with you. I do more than one room. Um, I do, what it was, I mean, I do like open mic nights, which I hardly record. You know what I mean? I just want to get in and out. So when I do these open mics, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to set up. I'm, I'm in and out the door. So basically, when I do a real comedy show, that's when I set my camera up. And, um, I, you know, I, I'll still, you know, set up for open mic here and there. But when I, there's those nights when I don't feel like setting up my camera stand and then uh, popping up my phone, you know, there are times where I'm like, you know what, today's not the day or tonight's not the night. I am not going to record tonight. So I'm just going to just, uh, you know, just to uh, do my five minutes and then go home. You know what I mean? So I do, when I get booked to do a comedy club show like the Atlantic City Comedy Club, and then I'm like, all right, here we go. Now, half the time, I, I pretty much freestyle. You know what I mean? I improvise a lot. And I'm like, I got to stop. I, I got to take a break from that because there's material that I really want to use. And and I do use it. And I do use it. I pop it in there. Next thing you know, people love it. They're having a great time about it. And I'm like, good, good, good. But then when I get off the stage and I see my set list, I'm like, I didn't talk about this. I should have brought this up. Oh, damn it. So I'm the next couple of real shows that I have coming up soon, I'm definitely going to stick to a straight comedy act. You know what I mean? But when you're having so much fun, and anybody in comedy can tell you, when you're having so much fun, you just push that material to the side because the crowd is just there to have fun. They just want to see you freestyle, and it's awesome. You know what I mean? So I pretty much, next show that I have coming up soon, I'm definitely just going to use straight material. You know what I mean? Which will bring me to the topic later on today. It's about bringing a set list on stage. Um, let me see. i got to write this down. It says set list on stage. Set list on stage. Boom. Okay. So that would be the topic later on, because off and on, somebody was asking me about that. Is it okay for a comedian to bring their set list on stage? Uh, which I'll bring that up later, because I really want to talk about my day. <laughs> which tomorrow I'm going to get my oil changed out of my car. Then after that, I'm going to uh, well, jogging. It would be nice weather to jog tomorrow. And then after that, hey, who is this? Lord? Beth. Beth Ann, how are you, my dear? Recording artist and actress on Instagram.com. Beth and Snacks. Sacks. Oops, sorry. I said, I said Snacks. I apologize. Woo, very attractive lady. Very nice curly red hair. Yeah, the camera loves you, Beth. Yes, it does. Not only the camera loves you, but I do too. And she left. Huh, after I just gave her a compliment. Oh, my goody goo goo. Well, at least she's still there. Beth is still there. That's good. Well, welcome, Beth. Appreciate you coming on, staying on. Thank you so much. Um... Yeah, so today, and here, okay, before I'm going to kind of continue, the great Richard Roundtree passed away, man. Um, I love that guy. You know what I mean? He pretty much opened up the doors for, uh, you know, like uh, black action heroes, which in that time, there was not that many. There was nothing at all. He pretty much opened up the doors, you know, from Shaft, Shaft in Africa, Shaft's Big Score, but Shaft, the original Shaft, was like the, you know, one to put him on the map. 
And uh, he was born in 1942, New Rochelle, New York, uh, passed away yesterday. I mean, the day before. Sorry about that. And uh, he's married. He has one son. Um, What the hell's going on with my damn... There we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Sorry about that. He's made over... I mean, he appeared in so many movies. Uh, Like Seven. You know, he was like a, a district attorney in the movie Seven. He appeared in like as a dad, as a... He appeared in the, the upgraded shaft with um samuel L. jackson i mean you know and during the, the previous photos of him the guy looked good for his age you know what i mean but at 81 he passed away from pancreatic cancer symptoms of pancreatic cancer he was a 70s action superstar which he was and he was a great actor man and uh it sucks you know that the great legends are just going away but richard roundtree was like um he was a model a football player and you know he opened up the doors for um for for uh black actors to become superheroes like super action heroes like wesley snipes denzel washington um oh the gentleman that played uh black panther and the list goes down all thanks to this man alone so richard roundtree may rest in peace but thank you so much man and shaft is one of my favorite uh movies you know, and the movie came out in nineteen eighty three. But he also appeared in uh TV shows like uh Family Reunion, Being Mary Jane, Roots, Cherish the Day, Diary of a Single Mom. I mean, you name it, this guy was in it. But he was always always, always will be well known for Shaft, you know, the private detective, um John Shaft, you know. But uh he is like he also appeared in Moving On earthquake he was also in seven i mean good lord this guy appeared in so many great stuff and richard roundtree was a great actor hello sports how are you uh 611 396 no bio but welcome my dear appreciate you coming on staying on how are you today hope you're doing well love that picture of you very cute very cute um so you know uh, but later on uh you know he was uh an american actor and model also he was a football player he appeared in four sequels and you know the 2000 and 2019 sequel as well as the infamous television series i mean this guy was a very busy man and you can't just say you know again he always will be remembered as shaft but i mean he brought in his horizons in tv and in movies so may you know but thank you for giving us uh you know a legendary film and among other things. But thank you so much, Richard Roundtree. Which later on, I will play a tribute song to the great man, Richard Roundtree. But anyway, uh, rest in peace, good sir. You know, I had opportunities to meet this guy in conventions, but no. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, I got my car washed, like I was saying before. And... Smooth jams. Also, Riders Warrior is here. Hello, my dear. Welcome, everybody. Arthritis, you can say hello to me if you like. Sheesh. She's just tapping the screen. She's so cute, sweet. But she can you can say hello. Adios, meal. Which, another thing, Bad Bunny was very good on SNL. I'm reading the critics about saying, like, the other actors were there to carry him, you know, to carry him on. You know what? Stop that. The guy did a good job. 
He preferred to speak Spanish more than English. You know what I mean? But that's his prerogative. You got to leave the man alone. You know what I mean? But he did a great job on SNL. Um, you know, he used more of his acting chops and his comedic chops. And uh, this is one thing I love about Bad Bunny. All right. Especially his reggaeton. All right. He's real. He's not putting up a character. He's not putting up a persona. He's not throwing in uh, like a fake voice. Bad Bunny is a, the real deal. Now, I've heard other reggaeton artists, they put on this character, you know, and, 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 and it's like, dude, who are you? And they're wearing these big welder sunglasses, you know, and uh, they put on this voice and this character. And nine out of ten, you're like, that's not you. And that's why I hardly listen to reggaeton because some of these artists, the reggaeton artists, I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying, you know, like, God bless them in their success. But some of them are just not real. And I'm like, but Bad Bunny is real. You know, he's down to earth with the sunglasses on and off. He's himself. He's not putting on a persona. He's not putting on a character. He's not <clears throat> pretending like uh, I'm the Elvis of reggaeton. No, the guy is real. That's what I like about him, you know. But uh, he did a great job on SNL, man. He did. You know, I managed to see all the skits he did. It was funny. You know, some of them were funny. Um, now, thank God I can understand and speak Spanish, you know, but a lot of people were like, wow, is this the first uh, Telemundo SNL? I was like, wow, okay. I guess nobody didn't uh, appreciate, you know, that the guy was good. But anyway. But yeah, Bad Bunny did a good damn job on SNL, man. Leave the man alone. So back to what I was saying, washing my car. You know, so <laughs> I washed my car from head to toe, and it felt good. Something about when you wash your car is like you feel like the car is like happy, you know, and like for some reason the car sounds much better, you know. Wait a minute, what's the have out here? Asking for a friend. You are asking for a friend. Okay. Anyway, uh. So, I went to my mechanics, I got to watch my car. I thought about going to other places, but what the hell is that noise? Is it me? No, no. No, I hear this bling noise. Oh, man. Anyway, so, uh, what else I can talk about? Let me see here. I had to rate this stuff. Oh, yeah, this weather sucks. I'm sorry, man. I, I really cannot stay. It is now October. And it's like 72, 83, coming for the next three days. No, 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 no. This type of weather is supposed to be cold, chilly. And it will be next week. But I really wanted it this week. And it it irks me because I am not hot weather guy. You know what I mean? Thank you. I'm more of a, a the cold weather dude. You know, I love cold, cool, breezy, nice weather you know what i mean and it just creeps up on you wow that was long okay i'm gonna have to take a teeny tiny break from my sound effect board uh man but anyway so it's it's i'm watching the weather right now because uh, the Flyers are playing tonight. I don't care about the Sixers. The Flyers are playing tonight. I'm going to watch. The Devils lost last night. They were coming back, in a, and they lost. 
Oh my goodness, man. And, and here it is another thing. The Subway Series with the Jets and the Giants. That's this Sunday, 1 o'clock game. Oops, wait a minute. What the hell was that? What did I see? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Back, uh, come back tomorrow and unlock these sounds. Oh, man. You gotta be kidding me. Wait, there is... I am cleaning up the... Oh, my goodness. I'm getting... Um, they're uploading new sound effects, right? Whatever. You whore back. No, because... Oh, my goodness. What is this? So hot. VG so hot. What the hell is going on here? I am getting these brand new... Sound Wait, here's one that's downloaded. It's called The Elevator. That's not... That sounds like... All right, this one called The Motolov. That's... Oh, oh Molotov. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Molotov. What the hell? Great. Now I sound like Preston. Is it level up? Level up. Hey, a good one. Level up. Level up. Ooh, I got to write these down. Level up. Smooth jams. All right. Smooth jams. Asking for a friend. I got to write these down because I got to put them in order. Asking for a friend. It's this guy with a deep voice. That sounds really cool. You know? And so let me see. Yeah, the Molotov cocktail. That's weird. Anyway, but there's one called VG Amazing. Hold on, let me sound what this sounds like. It was amazing. Oh, Valley Girl. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I got to wait for the sound effects to come up tomorrow. Uh, it was amazing. Why, thank you. How was I in bed, Valley Girl? It was amazing. Why, thank you. See what I mean? I got it like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wait, one more time. You got to make me feel good. Was I really good in bed? Did I really put a big smile on your face, baby? It was amazing. Why, thank you. <laughs> anyway, the Phillies lost and not going to the World Series. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this? This is Raven? This is over 9,000? It's over 9,000! This is Octave? What the? Pretty cool. Spell, oh, spell in reverse. Okay, I have that one already. I have that one. Okay. I had to use the deep voice to let myself know. All right, so let me go to the letter B. There's got to be ones with the B. All right, here it's one. Here's one. VG so embarrassing. Oh, I got to wait till tomorrow to upload. You son of a... Timeberg. No, that's stupid. How about this one? Thanks, bro. Hey! You know that girl said I was great in bed? Thanks, bro. You're welcome, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's so much. Listen, I got these unexpected. Listen, I got this great soundboard, all right? It's called 100 uh, sound, Push Soundboard. You can download the app anytime, anywhere. What the hell's the name of it? Oh, 100 something sound sound effects. And I, 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 I upload this stuff and unexpectedly it's for free, you know, but it, like on its own, it's a, it has an AI mind. It says, you know what? We're going to upload more sound effects for Jerry. Next thing you know, I got over a thousand sound effects 
that I haven't even touched. Like, here's one called Reenactment. That was, okay, I could keep that one. I'll, I'll keep that one. That's like saying having, uh, I just made love to the hottest girl in the world, and then this comes, uh, What's this one? Note C. Note second C. Now that's dumb. Nice. Oh man. Anyway, listen, I'm playing with this soundboard and I'm on a I got things to talk about on my podcast show, the Jerry Torres program. Which, by the way, the topic of this um uh of this podcast when I upload it to pot to my Spotify. Uh, the audio it will be entitled set list. Okay. That's, that's the thing. Um, Halloween is near, you know, already it's like people are doing the last minute Halloween shopping to get their costumes because there's going to be a lot of costume parties this weekend. You know, I was invited to a lot, but I'm like, no, I don't feel like going. And I gone to some of them. I probably would have been dressed up as Cobra. If anybody's seen the 1986 with Stallone, Yes, I would have dressed up as Cobra. I have the jacket. I got the glasses. I got the matchstick with the white tip at the end as the toothpick. So I was going to go, but I said, nah, I ain't going to no parties. You've been to one. You've been to all. You know? Um. So let me see. Yeah, one cold weather. This weather sucks. I talked about that. Then I messed around with my soundboard, which I shouldn't do. You know what? Maybe I just play with one more. Oh, my goodness. This thing is becoming addictive. Addictive. All right. This one is. Oh, no, 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 no. Hell no. Wait a minute. All right. All right. I'll, I'll touch. It's called uh, Kukubera. Wow. Jeez, man, that's when woman does a shave down there. Anyway, so hey, welcome everybody. <laughs> yeah, who's there? Anybody? No, good. All right. Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, you know what? Might as well bring up the topic right now. You know, because there's so much I want to talk about, and I personally, you know, all that's going on. Uh. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, this one's good. No, really? Yeah. So this is what happened uh, this past weekend of the comedy show. Um, nothing bad happened. It was a great show. The problem was it was supposed to be a packed house, but two things that happened. And the comedy club is right near a theater, right? And the theater is beautiful. But here was the problem. That Saturday, the Phillies were playing. And not only that, they also had, um, oh my goodness, uh, it was that movie with the time warp thing, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? So they had a lot of these people dressed as the characters in the classic, you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And um, so everybody was dressed up and, oops, and of their character and, and, and you know, and, uh, oops. Happy Halloween. No, 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 no. Too early. All right. So, and of that, the reservations were like from 100 down to 70, down to 60 something people, 
which was okay. You know what I mean? The show must go on regardless. Doesn't bother me. And the, the guy, the MC Russ, Russ, you know, he was a huge Philly sports guy. He had to listen to his team, what was going on. And there were everybody. Now, let me say this. The women that were dressed up for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, woof, fishnets. And uh, they were dressed to the T, man. Some of the women were hot. Oh, my Lord. So, and so the club manager said, all right, listen, we're going to start the show the usual time, 8.30. And the show started at 8.30. And everything was well. Everything was fine. But before the show, uh, the the comedy club manager, Amy, she's one hell of a sweet, nice woman. Oh, my goodness. she's She's great to converse with. And she's uh, treats the comics like like a friend, you know. That she's awesome. So one day, uh, so that evening, I was talking to her, and I I brought up the thing about a comedian on TikTok who had a set list on stage. So then I asked her, "Listen, is it okay to bring a set list on stage?" And she said, "No, that's fine. Go ahead. You know, you got to know your stuff, and you know it's all right. I don't see nothing wrong." you know bringing a set list on the stage because i was telling her like in my years of doing stand-up uh it was like looked down upon you know like you should know your set list on your head you know you should know it memorize it you know they they look upon that as unprofessional right but times have changed so much george carlin the legendary george carlin brought a set list to the stage you know and in his hbo specials you can see that you know, he had it on a small table next to his water. He would run to get a sip, look at the next part he was going to talk about, and then boom, right go right back, you know, to his uh, set. Now, when she said it was okay to bring that on your set list, there's nothing wrong with that. I was like, okay. Um, my set list was small. I had new material I wanted to work on. I knew it in the top of my head, but I just wanted to know where to bring it up. And I had it on, the, uh, I had it on a stool. And the problem was I didn't write it big enough because my eyesight is it's not bad, but I'm like squinting to see what I wrote. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this is a bad idea. I got to write it big next time. <laughs> so other than that, it was um, it was a good show. And all of a sudden it's like, OK, that's the next topic I want to talk. About. That's the next topic I want to talk about. So it's the thing is, she said it's OK, you know, and there are now other comedians that have a set list right next to their beer. They can run, take a sip or wait for that, you know, huge laugh when they can run, take. Now, mind you, when I do a show, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke it out. When I do a comedy show, I always have a club soda with lemon, lime and orange or a tall glass of water, ice water. And I have that on the stage with me at all times, you know, and because you do dry out. And sometimes it gets so hot on that stage, you start to sweat, man. I don't know how can someone do it with a suit. <laughs> God bless them, man. But I can't perform on stage with a suit. You know, I, I I dress very nice. I always dress nice. I dress very casual. You know, I always wear my ex most expensive shoes. My I bought these T-shirts that were like you know designers, and you can't. I am not gonna say the name, but I'm not gonna say how much I paid for. But I always dress to the T. You know, like very nice because when I've studied acting and, you know, went to comedy classes and I've worked with some great entertainers, they all said this the same thing. You must respect the stage. Present yourself all times on that stage. You must have respect for the stage, for yourself and for that audience, you know. 
And in, in other words, like dress nice. And, and I always do, you know, and listen, I am not putting down comics that, you know, go up there with uh, torn jeans and a t-shirt backward hat. No, I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying this is me. This I prefer to dress nice all the time, even at open mics. Open mics, I mean, I'm wearing my expensive leather jacket, you know what I mean, and a nice shirt and nice, my boots. I can make sure I got my expensive watch on, and uh, yeah, I'm doing five minutes, but it's the stage. I got to, you know, I got to dress nice. Not only that, in case there's a hot girl in the audience, you know, I want to buy her a drink, I want to look presentable. But other than that, I respect the stage at all times. Hello, Jennifer, how are you? So, um, so that show that you saw, I had a dress jacket on. And, uh, but the problem was the room got hot. I don't know what is wrong with the heater in that room. So I started to get hot. I took off my jacket and I was like, okay, I feel a little better now. I had my cold drink and they called me to the stage. And on that stage, you can't see it, but I was sweating. Not because of nerves. I was, it was just hot up there. I felt the sweat dripping off down my nose. If you, I don't know if I'll put it up, but I was wiping my nose because the sweat was starting to drip down my nose. And I was like, oh, good Lord. You know, Ramuz Mesa, how you doing, buddy? And I was like, I didn't have a towel. And I was like, okay, I got to move around. I got to move around. So this happens not a lot to me on stage, you know, but I've learned now the next show I do, I'm going to bring a bigger set list <laughs> and a towel and make sure my cold drink is near me at all times, you know. But yeah, I was sweating. The, the my back was starting to get drenched. I was like, "Oh Lord, I, I'm I'm hot," you know. And I was having a great time. I was, you know. And you know, I'm and I, I'm not saying that I was, you know, yeah, no, I was nervous. I was scared. It's okay to be nervous. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But when I was on that stage that night, I was like, "Oh my goodness, the spotlight on this stage. What is is this stage underneath a, a you know an oven? Am I above a a charcoal floor?" Oh my goodness, sorry about that. I had to drink some of my tea. Ugh, because my, when you talk a lot, your throat gets dry. So I was, oh my goodness, I was sweating. You can't see it. So thank God that the camera was panned way back. I'm not saying I have sweaty pits. I don't get that sweaty. But my back was like a little drippy. I was like, oh, good Lord. And thank God I was doing like half the time. I was doing like the solid 20 minutes. I forgot. And as soon as I got off that stage, I went near the closest fan that they had, and uh, thank God my deodorant was working. I was wearing, okay, this is what I use when I go, when I do a show, or especially when I'm out with a lady. Um, this is what I do. I wear body wash, right? I use body wash, bam, 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 bam. Then I put armpit deodorant, either um, Old Spice or Degree. Then I put body spray on under my pits, the crotch area, the chest, and then the Kuduta cologne. That's right, Invictus. That's what I wear, Invictus. Invictus Black. Yes. So I spray that, and I bring a bag with me. And I put my deodorant, my towel wipes, you know, because I got to make sure I'm presentable before the show. I got to make sure I smell good before the show, even after the show. And, uh, you know, so that night I was prepared. But <laughs> that night I was prepared, but not fully prepared because... I was like, yo, why am I dripping with sweat? Oh, my Lord. But I got off that stage. I was like, I feel like taking off my shirt and going, 
you know, like, whoosh, like, damn. So next time I have to be triple double repair. I just can't imagine someone wearing a suit and you're sweating. Good Lord. That's professionalism. I mean, listen, I've worn suit on stage many times before. But I mean, to do a full hour set and with a suit on half the time, comedians that wear a suit, they don't move around as much. I move around. I am, you know. I, I go left and right. Sometimes I stand. Sometimes I go left to right, right to left. So I don't stand in one spot, you know, because I got to move around. And, you know, when you play with the audience, when you freestyle, that's also a lot of fun, too. Um, But, yeah, back to the set list thing. I asked her about that. She goes, no, I don't see nothing wrong with that. But I was telling her, like, in the past, a lot of club managers look down upon. They think that's not professional. They would see that as, like, you're not prepared um you know so that's why it was like through years through years um i would do my best to memorize my set list like an actor to a script and you know my memorization skills are really good and and, but that night she said i don't care you can bring a set list to the stage a lot of comics are doing it a lot of the big name comics are doing it there's nothing wrong with it i don't see nothing against it i mean pretty much and she said it she goes you're just being prepared you don't know what you want to talk about and the guy that was sitting next to her, he was a musician. He goes, listen, musicians bring a set list to the stage. It's on the floor, you know, or now it's on a computer screen because you got to know what the next song is. You know, you can't turn to the drummer and say, hey, what's next? You know, you know, you, you pretty much look down and then it's like, oh, OK, a whole lot of loving. All right. That's the next song. And then boom, they, they continue dressing. And then a lot of musicians bring a set list with them on the stage because that way they know what the next song is going to be played. So I don't see nothing wrong with a comedian bringing it as long as you don't have it in your hand, unless you're a legendary comic like Bill Bird, it's acceptable for me personally. I would never have the set list in my hand unless it's open mic is different, you know, but on an actual show. Now this is how you pretty much have my set list. I would have it on a stool or if they have a small table near my water. And next time I'm going to write it big because I'm not bringing my glasses on the stage. I just, let's just squint a little here and there. And I'm like, what is the next set list? I can't read it, you know? So bring a set list to the stage. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Um, If she accepts it right now, times are changing. As long as you don't have it in your hand, have it on a stool, have it on a small table, have it near your water, you know, or, or your drink. So that way you can know what you want to talk about next. And that way you won't be, you know, like thinking, oh, gee, what do I talk about? Oh, uh, who likes kittens? You know, yeah. What you really wanted to talk about was that material you were working on. So the way I see it is this. Um, before a show. I'm going to talk to the club manager and say, listen, is it okay if I can bring a set list on the stage? It'll be on the stool and I can have it near me. And that way I know what to talk about. Now, mind you, the great legendary legends like, like Richard Pryor, um, you know, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, they never brought a set list to the stage. If they did, it was pretty much be on a cue card right there in front of them. You know what I mean? But the audience can't see it, but you know, the comic can, uh, Nowadays, you know, musicians have like a computer screen right in front of the, the audience can't see, but it's right there. And that way they know 
what the next song is or in case they won't forget the lyrics you know and i don't see nothing wrong with a comedian bringing the set list on the stage i really don't you know even like ones in the beginning i've well when i saw chris rock in an open mic in new york um he had a set list it was his for his next special um this was like early 2000s and uh, what year was it 2007 2008 so he would come on the stage, he had this notebook, he would do like 10 minutes, and he would say, hey, this, this, and this, and this, and then he was, all right, good night, and then he would grab his notebook and go out to the next, he was club jumping that night because he was working on his new uh, HBO special at the time. So I always had a notebook, you know, and then I talked to the other comedians at the time, they're like, hey, did you see Chris? Like, yeah, he jumped into this comedy club, he did 10 minutes, he had this big notebook, you know, and then all of a sudden he just said, "All right, good night, gotta go." And then all of a sudden he must have did like thirty rooms that one night in like a hundred performances in one week, all to get ready for his HBO special. And I was like, "All right, well, it's Chris Rock. They accept it." You know, but um, now that times have changed, it's it's a hey, Cyber, how you doing, buddy? It's nothing wrong for any entertainer. Unless you're a dancer, dancers don't bring a set list. Can you imagine, you know, just having like foot marks on there? You know, like, hey, all right, what's the next step? Left, right, left, left, right, right, left. You know, I don't see nothing wrong with that. That way, you know what to talk about, and that way, like, in case like you're freestyling, you're having fun, and that way, you won't forget what the next topic you want to talk about because, bam, it's right there. You know, oh, want to talk about uh, the dogs and cars? Okay, you know. You got to take a quick glance at it, though. Like, boom. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. You know, and then you quickly continue on, have fun, and then boom, boom, boom. Um, I it felt I was relieved, you know, because I would try my hardest to memorize what I want to talk about. You know, and of course, you have to be professional. There's nothing wrong with that. But nowadays, it's like, I got to know what to talk about. I got to know what the next topic is without me thinking about it or freezing, you know. Um, and not only that, 9 out of 10, some stuff can come up right out of the woodwork. And you're like, whoa, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, you know, I can't believe I would, I would add that in. The great Robin Williams, um, when technology was like primitive back in those days. But when he would do a comedy before, he, like he would do his like hour special again with when HBO had comedy. Before he would do his act, he would improvise so much on the stage, but he would always video rotate, video recorded it, you know, because it would be like there was something he would talk about off the top of his head, and all of a sudden he goes, he gets like a roar from the audience, and all of a sudden he would run back after the show, look at the tape. And grab his notebook, like a notepad, like a legal pad, and then he would start writing. Oh, this is good. This is good. And then all of a sudden, when he does his HBO special, all that hard stuff that you know the reaction, he would use that. And but he brought a set. From what I've heard, he did bring a set list. You know, just like a quick glance. Um, but again, you know, times are changing. You know, you might as well. Just accept it. Any club managers that accept it, you know, might as well. I mean, 
what are you going to do? You can't just ban the comedy. You can't just reprimand him. I would say personally, he's being prepared. That way he knows what to talk about. That way you won't see him freeze or thinking about, I don't know what to talk about. Help me, somebody. Give me something. You know, calling his friend. Hey, uh, sometimes it's not on a notepad. I've seen comics use their phone, you know. I think if you put it on a notepad, it's like right there on the stage. You don't have to look at your phone real quick. You know, nah, if it's on a pad, on a stool, near your water, you're good. With technology advanced now, you can bring an iPad or something like that up there. And that way you know what to talk about next. But, I mean, it's okay to ask first. I mean, because sometimes there are club managers that are cool with it. And some that are like, no, that looks unprofessional. No, I don't want to set list on the stage. But there are other club managers who just don't care. They see it like, oh, you, uh, yeah, it's helpful. You got, well, you know what to talk about next. Yeah, go ahead. Nothing wrong with that. It's kind of relieving because for the years I would memorize my stuff to the T. And sometimes I'm like, great, I didn't talk about this. Oh, God. Any comedian knows what I'm talking about. You, you think about this material, you're working on it. And you're on the stage, and you're like, oh, I didn't talk about this. Oh, God, I got to wait till the next show. Because you wanted to use it that night you were performing and see if there was a reaction to it. And you use it a lot in open mics, you know. And when I work on new material, you know, like when I talk about my colonoscopy, when I talked about the, the, the implosion of that submarine, how, like, the cartels built it, you know, it could survive. It pretty much, again, I had to memorize my stuff. Um, but now I'll bring a set list to the stage. It's not, it won't be in my hand. It'll be on a stool near my water. And if a club manager says, no, I got to respect what he said, he or she says, you know, it's their club, their rules. But if there's a club manager that says, yes, we'll be on the stage. And that way I could be prepared and be like, Hey, I'm going to have a good time. I got my stuff with me. I'm armed and ready, you know? So, but uh, I am working on some new shows. Hopefully next month, I'm trying to do a weekend show Friday and Saturday. Um, my book is on the verge of being finished. That's a guarantee. I'm hoping I can finish it this weekend. I might start typing tonight and while I'm watching the hockey game. And then um, after that, you know, a couple more chapters to go and then edit it. And hopefully by the end of this month, I could get a picture of my face and then just upload it and advertise the living hell out of it for the next month or so. The book will be called My Face on Cover, but my words in this book, you know, and it's talked about my comedy material, not about my life. There's too much autobiographies. I mean, listen, there are a lot of people you're interested about, like the Britney Spears book. I don't really care about it. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, like John Stamos writing a book. Prince Harry wrote a book. So I'm pretty much excited that my book is on the verge of being finished. And I'm really excited for it. So that's going to happen. As for comedy shows, I am in the works of some coming up really soon. I am not going to promote, hey, I'll be at this open mic. No, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so Halloween is near. Yay. Oh, my Lord. My sound thing went down. There we go. Hold on. And 
Oh my god. This is this sucks. Anyway, if you're going out this Halloween, please be safe. Alright, go online. There are a lot of places that are having for the kids, like auditoriums, firehouses, malls, outdoor malls, um, parties, like community parties are throwing these um Halloween festivals that are safe for kids, you know, like they're having games, like the mechanic place that I went to. They're having this big, it's called Trunk or Treat, and they're having like uh, uh, food, games, all for children, dress the best costume party, and it'll be held for like four or five hours, so it's great. It's in Lumberton, New Jersey. It starts this Saturday, and also having like bring your dog, dress your dog up, costume, stuff like that, so definitely check it out, and listen, go online, go around your community, find a place where it's like, you know, a place for adults and kids. So that way, you know, everyone can have a good time and no one has to worry about, oh, where's my son? I can't find him. Oh, so this, this, but they say put poison and poop poop in this, in my candy. That way, you know, the place is safe, you know, and safe for parents and kids. So everybody can have a good time right now because the trick or treating thing going house to house, that's pretty much press pass. Hey, right now, I wouldn't even do it. But, yeah, go online, find a nice area that's throwing a great Halloween festival or party, and that way you know it's safe to go. But, again, be safe this ha- this Halloween, and uh, make sure everyone is safe, well lit, and know where to go, all right? Happy Halloween! Good Lord. Also, if you don't feel like going out, this also weekend on Turner Classic Movie, they're going to be playing a lot of classic horror films. Uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, I mean, good Lord, the werewolf, the classic ones, not the ones of today. But yes, definitely check that out if you want to throw like a classic Halloween watch party. That's awesome, too. All right. Happy Halloween. That's trying to be scary. I don't know what. All right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so before I leave, I always leave with a good song, if the song ever comes up. And uh, I'm going to be around this weekend. I'll promote up-and-coming shows. That's a definite. Uh, And again, I'm going to upload this podcast to Spotify. And the title of this set list is a okay. All right. That will be the title of it. So that way everyone can listen and have a good time. So I want every so I'm gonna play a classic song from the group for Richard Roundtree, you know. So here we go. Uh, if the song ever comes up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres program. I appreciate everybody coming on, staying on. Again, the title of this podcast on Spotify will be entitled, The Set List Is Okay. As I always say, and my book is coming out very soon. And again, if you're going out this Halloween, please be safe. Please be in a good group of people, well lit, and just watch where you're going. And that way you can, you know, go where you're watching, all right? So be safe this happy Halloween, especially in parties. Don't drink too much and don't drive, okay? Anyway, so I'd like to say thank you to everyone out there that's listening. As I always say towards the end of my podcast show, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond fondue. I'll be back next week. So I ask you all, please don't go changing.
to the great Richard Roundtree, rest in peace. Isaac Hayes, B from Shaft. Please, my man, take me away. Thank you. 